Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. My name is Morten Hake and this is the place where we'll talk about the stuff that's going to make you remember who you really are. Let's go. Hey guys and welcome to the 20th episode of the new Paradigm Podcast. I am very, very excited to announce that we got Jamie Smart back here on the podcast. Jamie was here in the second episode, and Jamie is actually a big, big, big influence in why this podcast even started in the first place. As you probably know, Jamie Smart is a best-selling author of two books, Clarity and The Little Book of Clarity. He's a coach and speaker and has appeared in several media appearances. People from all over the world is reaching out to him in order to get taught some principles behind where our experience comes from. And the implications of this is truly life-transforming. Jamie has an incredible way of elaborating and describing and like putting one brick at a time for us to understand and digest and have true profound insights i'll tell you that jamie's workshop back in 2013 was when i first had a huge huge paradigm shift in kind of like for me going from understanding life as an outside in to an inside out and you might know what I mean or you might not know what I mean um, you're gonna tune into that during the episode feel free to listen to Jamie with um, kind of like how you listen to music you know you don't have to necessarily get everything that he's saying but kind of like notice how you feel how you're resonating with what he's saying and invite insights and be open to whatever comes about so in one week we're setting up a webinar about how to create your dream lifestyle that's a similar topic to this podcast so we would like we want to invite one of you to be coached live during that webinar this is the perfect way to help others get insights and learn more about the inside out understanding while getting this session yourself so in uh, at the end of the podcast i'm gonna explain to you how you go about getting your free coaching with jamie smart live during the webinar that we're doing next week that's july 23rd so like i mentioned in this episode we'll discuss the secret of creating a lifestyle that matters to you which means getting the results you want experiencing life that you want to have you know, the relationships that you want to have, the depth of connection and, you know, the richness and fullness of life that are based on what you personally desire. So without further ado, please give a warm welcome back to the podcast, Jamie Smart. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Martin. <laughs> we were talking a little bit, Jamie, about like how we have different lifestyles like i travel a lot and you also travel a lot but you kind of like create your type of lifestyle and i create my type of lifestyle which is very different but we both have this kind of this sense of feeling that it 
anything is possible, you know what I mean? Like we can create our own dream lifestyle um, and, and letting that happen without necessarily buying into like believing that there's a certain type of way to live that will have us feel a certain type of way, right? Well, I think that's such a good way of putting it. And I'd love to tell actually a couple of stories, if, if I may, because it, the, the, the way that I, I like to think about it is creating a lifestyle around what matters to you. And I, you know, way back in, gosh, in the late 90s, I went on a personal development training course. And I'd, I'd been doing a job for a number of years, which I was good at, got well paid for all that sort of stuff, but I felt kind of trapped in it. It was like I didn't, you know, I I, I didn't know what else I could do. Uh, I'd kind of fallen into this work, and I and I I felt like I was just going to be stuck doing this for the rest of my life. We were talking a little bit, Jamie, about like how we have different lifestyles. Like I would travel a lot, and you also travel a lot, but you kind of like create your type of lifestyle and I create my type of lifestyle which is very different but we both have this kind of this sense of feeling that it, anything is possible you know what I mean like we can create our own dream lifestyle um, and and letting that happen without necessarily buying into like believing that there's a certain type of way to live that will have us feel a certain type of way right well, I think that's such a good way of putting it. And I'd love to tell actually a couple of stories, if, if I may, because it, the, the, the way that I, I like to think about it is creating a lifestyle around what matters to you. And I, you know, way back in, gosh, in the late 90s, I went on a personal development training course and I'd, I'd been doing a job for a number of years, which I was good at, got well paid for, all that sort of stuff. But I felt kind of trapped in it. It was like I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't know what else I could do. Uh, I'd kind of fallen into this work and I, and I, I felt like I was just going to be stuck doing this for the rest of my life. And I, and, you know, I wasn't very happy about it. And then, in, in the late 90s, I went on a personal development workshop. And the, here's the interesting thing, Martin. At that time, I, I had friends of mine who were like starting their own businesses or becoming contractors so that they could have, you know, the money and time to do what they wanted to do, uh, being self-employed, that sort of thing. And I was kind of like, well, I could see why it was possible for them. But somehow it just didn't seem possible for me, you know, just like, I don't know, some people are good at singing or some people are good at sports or, you know, some people are tall or some people are strong or whatever. Uh, I was just one of those people. I was lucky in some ways, but when it came for to being able to do what you want to do and be independent and entrepreneurial and that sort of thing, I just didn't have that gene. I thought I just thought that's the way it was. And I'd never really thought about, you know, the, the idea of maybe it's beliefs or anything like that. I wasn't into personal development at all or anything like that. I just thought that's the way it was and that's the way I was. And I was stuck with things being the way I, they were. And uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know how that, how that Look at that now. Like, that was, 
that was like uh, kind of 1990, uh, 1998. So that's like, what, 17 years ago, something like that. So anyway, I went on this training course. And I'm on this training course, and the guy doing the training course just came out to the front of the room. There's probably like 100 people in the room. And he just started telling stories and talking, and he seemed so comfortable and relaxed. It was really amazing. I was quite impressed because every time I'd, like I'd done some presentation skills training and that sort of thing over the years. I was a terrible public speaker, very, very frightened of it. Uh, but I'd been told, you know, you had to write out your whole presentation and, and practice it three times and that sort of thing. And this guy, I'd have slides and everything like that. And this guy was just like chilled out, very, very comfortable in his own skin and seemed like he didn't have a care in the world and seemed like he's totally engaged the audience. Everyone was completely wrapped with attention and I thought to myself wow I'd like to be able to do that and sometime over that weekend I really enjoyed it I had just an amazing experience and sometime over that weekend I had an insight and the insight was you can do whatever you want to do <laughs> if you're willing to take responsibility for your own life and and I it wasn't like we were doing an exercise and I had the insight. It's just like one minute I didn't know that and the next minute I did know it. Mm. And that was really amazing to me. And so that was kind of, for me, that insight, Morton, was a first step. I didn't know it at the time. But it was my first step towards having the kind of life and having the kind of lifestyle that I wanted. Mm. And so I want... I, I want to jump forward because I basically went through the process of uh, changing my employment situation. So I had more time, you know, more, more freedom and more income basically by moving from being an employee to being uh, a contractor, which meant I didn't have the quote unquote job security, Mm. but I did have more flexibility and freedom because I knew I wanted to retrain as a trainer. Mm. So I started retraining. I still worked, you know, I still had a day job, but I started retraining as a trainer and I started one company with a friend and we did some stuff and I started another business, which was an NLP training business called salad. Mm. And built that into one of the world's largest NLP product businesses. And here's where it gets really interesting. I, my idea for that, so it was, it was my next version of attempting to create a lifestyle around uh, what mattered to me, which was teaching people kind of tools of freedom is my way of thinking of it at the time. Mm. I guess it was in like 2005, maybe 2006, and I, I'd been kind of stalking this mentor to try and persuade them to work with me. And they finally agreed. I've, I've always just had an instinct to, you know, surround yourself with great mentors, make sure you spend time with people who are uh, living the life you want to live or creating the things you want to create or getting the kind of results you want to uh, get or, or who have the kind of uh, quality of being that you want to have. And so this person had a bunch of that. And so I met, finally managed to convince them to mentor me. And uh, it was our very first call. And they said to me, they, said, they asked me a question. They said, what's the number one goal you could achieve or problem you could solve or change you could make 
that you perceive would have the biggest positive impact in your life. Mm. And, and it was, it was kind of shocking to me because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> and I thought I should know the answer because I, otherwise, what am I putting all my energy into? <laughs> and so I was like, I was really kind of stumped and I felt, felt a bit sheepish. And then suddenly it came to me. I thought, you know what? I, I want to earn passive income from my products I'm creating so I can uh, have the freedom to stop doing some of the corporate consulting I was doing and really focus on growing uh, my product business and my training business. So now here's the interesting thing, Martin. I, when she asked me, how long do you think that'll take you? I guessed 18 months to three years. Uh-huh. But the interesting thing is, you know how long it took? Was, how long was that? It was like six weeks, <laughs> which blew my mind. And that's not to say that everything can take six weeks, but often we, we, uh, we make – see, the thing is that 18 months to three years, I'd had that goal for several years, and it had always seemed to me like it would take 18 months. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like sort of – it was moving ahead. Like, you know when you look at the horizon, if you're hiking or you're driving, uh-huh. the horizon always stays that far ahead? Yeah. Well, this this was like the horizon. As I got closer, it keeps, seemed to keep moving away. Huh. And so so here's the here's where it gets really interesting. I in 2007 I read the book The 4-Hour Workweek mm. by Tim Ferriss. And the whole premise of that is kind of what we're talking about tonight in a way, which is, you know, quit your job, uh uh get a dream lifestyle and join the new rich kind of thing. I mean, it's the idea of uh, you know, minimizing your costs, maximizing your passive income, tra- taking mini retirements around the world and doing stuff that inspires you. Mm. Well, so I thought that's what's missing. I need to get my business running on autopilot and uh, so I can go and take mini retirements. I can go and have adventures. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be fulfilled. Then I'll feel successful. Because this is the strange thing, Morton. All this stuff I'd been doing, all this stuff I'd been accomplishing, all these changes I'd been making, and I still often had this background feeling of something was missing, Mm. wasn't quite enough, there was something that wasn't there. And so my, my, my theory had been, I've got my current external lifestyle, which was, you know, working in England and uh, doing training courses, which I really enjoyed doing and creating products and that mm. sort of thing. But something was wrong with it because my current internal lifestyle wasn't good. I felt like something was missing, like I wasn't quite on purpose, all that sort of stuff. So my theory was if I can create the desired external lifestyle, which is travel, time freedom, independent sources of income, going and having adventures, then I'll have the desired internal lifestyle. I'll feel fulfilled. I'll feel successful. I'll feel connected. I'll feel on purpose. I'll feel happy. So that was my theory. I read Ferris's book and that was my theory. Create the desired external lifestyle to get the desired internal lifestyle. So I did it. I got my business running on autopilot and I took my first mini retirement to Whistler, which is this amazing ski resort in Canada. And 
I was there for a three-month ski holiday, and I thought it was going to be amazing. I'd be by the end of it, I'd be an awesome skier, and I've had a, tons of adventures, and I'd be living the dream. But halfway through it, I was miserable again, and I was off track, and I was not happy, and I was distracted and uncomfortable. And I actually called it off and came home because I thought I was like, "That's not it either." Well, it turns out that my model was fundamentally broken. See, the myth that your internal lifestyle comes from your external lifestyle is a myth. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the model of create the desired external lifestyle so that you can have the desired internal lifestyle, it doesn't work. It's not that you can't create the desired external lifestyle. There's a good chance, you know, if you're focused enough, if you're motivated enough, if you're willing to put in the effort, you probably can create the desired external lifestyle. But the problem is, if you believe that your current internal lifestyle is a function of your external lifestyle, then you're going to take your current internal lifestyle with you. And the reality is that what seems to work much, much better is that you, you put your focus on getting your desired internal lifestyle. And then it becomes, A, far easier to create your desired external lifestyle. Yeah. Okay? However, once you've got your desired internal lifestyle, your desired external lifestyle may not look the same as you think. <laughs> so, so true. Kind of, kind of uh, the... the 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 uh, the uh, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, the little mole, the little yeah. Because uh, what I mean by your internal internal lifestyle, it's your your psychological, it's your mental and emotional lifestyle. It's how you feel. It's your attitude. It's your mindset. It's your perspective, and that's where the principles behind clarity come in. And see, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying forget about your external lifestyle and just have a good internal lifestyle, and then you can enjoy your life, whether you're living in a squat or you're living in a palace or you're living on a rubbish heap or <laughs> or you're doing you know or you're in jail or you're working on an assembly line or whatever it might be. What I'm saying is, if you get your your internal lifestyle, your your mental and emotional lifestyle in alignment with how life works and how your mind works and who you really are. If you start having a high-quality mental and emotional lifestyle, it becomes far easier to create a high-quality external lifestyle. So so to, 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 to summarize and simplify... The theory most have, the myth is high-quality external lifestyle equals high-quality internal lifestyle. But if that was true, celebrities and uh, multimillionaire playboys and uh, high-flying business people would all have brilliant internal lifestyles. They would all have very high-quality internal lifestyles. They'd be happy with strong relationships and good marriages, and they wouldn't have <laughs> drug problems, and they'd have happy children, and they wouldn't commit suicide. But we all know that's not the case. That's a myth. It's yeah. just not true. But it's a very compelling myth. 
Because even as you're listening to me right now, I'll bet if I ask you, yeah, do you believe that if you just had the desired external lifestyle, then you would have a high-quality internal lifestyle? I bet it seems like you would. Mm. And here's the thing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a high-quality external lifestyle. I like it. I like it a lot. I love traveling. I love going on adventures. I love uh, doing work that I love and that sort of thing. So I'm all in favor of having a high-quality external lifestyle. But I promise you, it's nothing without a high-quality internal lifestyle. And so I said I'd summarize and simplify. The theory, the myth, is high-quality external lifestyle leads to high-quality internal lifestyle, but that's not true. The reality is high-quality internal lifestyle allows you to create whatever external life, uh, lifestyle matters to you whatever, uh, a lifestyle around the things that matter to you most. Hmm. Yeah, it's incredible how that site, like, s seems to work. And, 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 like, I I remember, I remember you, you know, telling me this. And, 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 and like, again, when you talk about it, I keep having insights into it from different angles and realizing it again and again. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... It, it, you know, I couldn't even imagine where I would be now only two years ago when you had that first workshop. Mm. Like physically where I would be like in terms of the external lifestyle. Um, I was just thinking about like this this myth that you're, that you're talking about and it's kind of like this little misunderstanding. Uh, it seems to be so persuasive, you know, like, even though, like, even though, like, for, pe for people listening, like, if they resonate with what you're saying, and, and they go like, hey, yeah, that makes sense. And at the same time, um, just like you said, if, if you would ask me or anyone right now, like, it still looks very, very real. You know what I mean? Like, ah. can can you like, you know, uh, just explore and elaborate a little bit, a bit about like, because to be the devil's advocate, are like, are you saying that um, the external uh, lifestyle and like doesn't have an like doesn't affect you? Uh, and like, but at the same time, you kind of like have this lifestyle and you, you like it. And me personally, I love traveling around meeting people and, you know, all the things I do, obviously. So I'm just like kind of like pointing towards and I want to like have a little like little talk about this, this illusion that we constantly are both buying into, but also knowing in the <laughs> back of, you know what I mean? Like that it's yeah. kind of like not true, but also constantly seeing that it is true, but not true at the same time. <laughs> well, well, and here's the interesting thing about, about all of this, Morton, is that what, what we're pointing to here is how something works. So we're not, we're not saying here's how you should think or here's yeah. what you should do or here's how to do it or anything like that. It's so interesting. What we're pointing to is here's how life works and that illusion is part of it yeah it's part of it and so 
what I'm suggesting is that if you understand how it works, it becomes much easier to navigate. Just like, just like if you, you know, if you understand how your phone works, it's much easier to use it. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's, it's, let, let me, let me give you a couple of examples. So for instance, well, I'll ask you, have you ever been somewhere where you dreamed of being like you're in an amazing environment, uh, but you're having a bad day. Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet everyone who's listening has. And have you ever gone somewhere that you expected would be awful and it turned out to be great? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, we've all had time. And, and have, you ever, have you ever had someone who you're really mad at one minute and you love them the next minute? Like, mm. you really feel a sense of love and connection to them the next minute? Yeah. And and have you ever had an experience of someone who you're just like totally loving and connected to one minute and the next minute you want to kill them? <laughs> of course, yeah. We've all had that. Now, here's the interesting thing. In every one of those situations, I bet it seemed to you like the other person or the circumstance or whatever had something to do with how you felt. But if they had something to do with that, how did it change so radically? Mm. Like I bet when you just really felt loving and connected to them, it seemed like they had something to do with that. But that was all coming from you. And here's a simple example of it. When, when a little kid has a teddy bear that makes them feel good or, or a blanket or whatever, or a rabbit, you know, something that makes them feel feeling, you know, a transitional object that gives them a feeling of peace and comfort. It really seems to that kid like the feelings are coming from the bear or the rabbit or the blanket or whatever. But that's a trick of the mind. It's all coming from within the child. It's all coming from the principle of thought giving them a feeling in the moment. So their feelings, their feelings of peace and comfort and connection and well-being are letting them know that they're in a peaceful, comforting, connected, well-being flow of thought. Now, it's not like the thoughts singular going through their head. It's that when, their feet, when they are holding on to their teddy bear or whatever, they fall out of their you know, insecurities about it's dark or it's bedtime or whatever. And they fall into a more profound flow of thought. I mean, I'm using metaphors, uh, but it's... So, so it seems to the kid as though those beautiful feelings are coming from the teddy bear, but actually is coming from within the child's, deep within the child's psyche. That's where their feelings are coming from. And then they attribute it to the teddy bear. Yeah. And then when they grow older, they attribute those feelings to a, a new bike or to their teacher giving them uh, some praise or to winning a prize. Or if they get, you know, it's like if you take the bear away from the child and they get upset, they attribute those feelings to the lack of a bear. But those feelings are coming from within the child themselves as well. Well, 
this illusion has been with us since the beginning of our lives. See, we're, we're so much more than we think we are because you are the source of every beautiful feeling you've ever felt in your life. It came from within you. It came from the source of life that's within you. It came from within you. And then you gave the credit to a teddy bear or a new bike or a parent or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or some money or a job. But all the time, those beautiful feelings, they were coming from deep within your psycho-spiritual properties. Same with all the unpleasant ones as well. They were coming from within you. That's how powerful you are. But it's the most natural thing in the world to get temporarily fooled into believing they're coming from out there. And at the level of principle, you have the power to be happy regardless of external factors, and you have the power to be unhappy regardless of external factors. You have the power to be miserable in the most beautiful circumstances in the world, and you have the power to be joyful in the most beautiful circumstances in the world and in the most dismal circumstances in the world. It's all coming from within you. Now, Sometimes when people hear this, they say, well, what's the point of doing anything? Well, that's the beauty of this model. When you start to understand where your feelings are coming from, what you realize is that there's a deeper logic and wisdom to life. The life is so much bigger than each one of us that we're all part of it. We're not separate from it. We're all connected to it. And so you find that there's a pattern, there's a direction, that there's an unfolding. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'll bet you can give examples, Martin. If you'd have told me that, well, here's the funny thing. If the me of today yeah. could go back in time and meet the hard-drinking, smoking <laughs> Jamie Smart of uh, 1995, who uh, was... Uh, Twice the size when I met you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and in 1995, so this is like 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, a, a chronic alcoholic. Mm. I smoked 20 to 40 cigarettes a day. Wow. I, I knew I was right about pretty much everything. Mm. I knew I was total know-it-all. You may think I'm a bit of a know-it-all now, but believe me, I was a total know-it-all then. <laughs> uh, and if, if, I, if the me of back then had met the me of today, he would have said, get away from me, hippie. It was, it was like I would have had no time for any of this. And if you'd have told me back then that 20 years from today I would be teaching spiritual principles to help people live the lives of their dreams and have beautiful relationships and create the, uh, the businesses they wanted to create and create the lifestyles they wanted to create and create the relationships they wanted to create and create the internal experiences they wanted to create, mm. I would have said, who are you? Mm. It would have like, I, now, yeah. I didn't figure out that this is what I wanted to do. This was there within me. I've been led to this by waking up to how life works slowly, slowly waking up to the truth of life. And I bet the same is true for you, Morton. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I can. I I'm, that's so spot on. I really resonate that. I I I used to you know tease my mom and my three older sisters for using the word energy all the time. So I was just yeah. like, oh, you like uh, blah blah whatever. And I got like sometimes angry at all of their talking about all that hippie shit. You know what I mean? And then I went the complete opposite direction. And then that's you know might be. Uh, why not why but that might be related to why i had such a big hollywood insight at the workshop because i kind of like it was such a huge contrast it was mm. such a huge contrast of con going from forcing and trying and you know uh, always worrying about being good enough or cool enough or what not this and that and all these insecure thoughts that I was managing all the time until hearing you it was a split second and you remember that probably as vividly as me and me and Knut just to yeah. uh, it was it was a sentence you know and 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 to me it was when I when I actually because you were saying you're feeling or thinking, right? And and which uh, I've heard you, you kind of credit to to your friend Keith Blevins, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, just to get that right, um, and then um, and then I was right thinking. I was back then. I was thinking, yeah, of course I am. I've been saying that for ten years. I'm Mister Know It All here over here, you know. <laughs> until until I kind of like. Hard to explain, but I kind of like saw that what when you said thought, and I want you to elaborate on thought after I finish this little thing. When I um, when I understood kind of what you or my version of what you meant when you said thought, that it wasn't what I was thinking about. I was more like I was being thunk, and it was the full kind of entire experience. Yeah. Then it just blew my mind and it was a huge you know extreme contrast from going from constantly uh, managing and having my thoughts run in a billion miles an hour to just it felt like it just completely stopped and I was just like boom where did I go the last you know X amount of years mm -hmm. <laughs> And then kind of like finding back to that, that was just incredible. When this is the beautiful thing, Martin, see, there's nothing that I could do to make you experience that. What you experience, what you experienced was a fact of life mm. that's already alive within you. And it's already alive within every single human being. So to, to you listening to this podcast, the fact of life that I'm pointing to and that I point to in our workshops and that I'm pointing to in this podcast, deep within your psyche, you already know this. Now, you don't know it intellectually necessarily, but somewhere in you is a truth that knows this. And so my job when we do a workshop or create an event or anything like that is to create a space, you know, using stories and uh, examples and whatever we use, to create a space where that truth, that knowledge that's already there within you 
wakes up more fully into your experience, like it did for Morton and Newton, mm-hmm. many other people on that workshop. Mm-hmm. See, it's more like I'm pointing to something, and the feeling I'm in is kind of like you know how if you're uh, if you've ever been in a music shop and you have a tuning fork and you get the tuning fork ringing mm-hmm. and then the other tuning forks start resonating with it. Yeah. Well, that's what seems to happen on the workshop. So I'm kind of telling stories and giving examples and answering questions and coaching people and that sort of thing. And I'm resonating like a tuning fork. And one by one, people kind of go pop. They start resonating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what's happening. And everyone looks at them and is like, what's with that? But, But it's not something I'm doing to people it's something that it's already there within you and i'm just creating a space where it can wake up in you so you don't have to figure this out or change your beliefs or anything like that because we've got reality on our side so you can relax it's already handled and so you you wanted me to talk about thought more well here's the thing like if you think of like whatever you've had to eat in the last day or two you ate whatever, you know, maybe you cooked something or made a sandwich or whatever it might be. And you ate it and you enjoyed it. And then you basically handed it over to the wisdom and intelligence of your body to digest that food, to extract the nutrients yeah. from it, to pass those nutrients into your bloodstream and distribute them to all the places in your body where you need them. Uh You probably didn't have to think about it at all. Your body is so brilliant that it already has that handled. It knows how to digest an apple. It knows how to digest, you know, whatever food you eat. Your body knows how to do all kinds of amazing things with it. And you don't have to think about it at all. It's already handled. Well, what I'm going to suggest is that that same brilliance that's there in your body is also resident deep within your mind. You know, you call it mind or soul or spirit or psyche, however you want to think about it. It's already there within you. It's, it's, it's the essence of who you are. And... The principle of thought, what I'm referring to as the principle of thought, is our ability to create a multi-sensory representation of life and experience it as real. So you can see what I'm talking about by looking around right now. Just look around wherever you are. You can research the neurology on this. We don't experience reality directly. Everything you can see is a representation being generated by, from within you by what I'm calling the principle of thought. Now, if you close your eyes, you can probably still see in your mind's eye what you were just looking at. Well, that's being created by the principle of thought as well. And I use the visual metaphor, but it's actually true in all of your senses. So these principles were discovered or uncovered or articulated by a guy called Sidney Banks way back in the early 1970s. And this is psychology's best kept secret. And this is what I was learning about back in when I got back from that aborted ski trip. 
And I went back to the drawing board and started learning. I came across these principles. I hired a coach. Like I said, I've always found good mentors. Hired a coach to work with me. And I had several profound insights. And the first insight I had, which I had while I was asleep, believe it or not. I was asleep and dreaming. And I suddenly realized that what came to me was everything you've been looking for outside of you is already there within you. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that the ski trips and the, the cars and the relationships and the money and the jobs were already there inside of me. But all the feelings, what I saw was all the feelings you've been looking outside of yourself, outside of yourself in your circumstances or outside of yourself in your work or outside of yourself in partners or outside of yourself in the future. All of those things were are already there within you. All those feelings, those feelings of peace, those feelings of well-being and fulfillment, those feelings of excitement and adventure, those feelings of love and connection, of security and comfort in your own skin. Well, in a way, the essence, of comfort in your own skin, the essence of security, the essence of being non-reactive is to know that you don't need anything from outside of you in order to be okay. And to know that you don't need to fear anything from outside of you either. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't wear your seatbelt if you're in a car or if someone is running towards you with a knife, you shouldn't run away. I think it's a really good point to take care of your physical body. That's really useful. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing. For many, many years, like from the late 90s, I was constantly trying to lose weight and get fit and diet and go to the gym because I was really, I was a very big guy. I weighed about kind of 35 kilos more than I do now. I was very overweight. And I constantly tried things because I was convinced if I could get just get fed, then I would be happy and I would feel good about myself. But it never worked. I could lose the weight or I could get fit temporarily, but it would always pile back on. I'd always start eating the wrong food and give up on the gym and that sort of thing. And the amazing thing is... See, I was using that same old model of if I can, that my current, that, that my low quality internal lifestyle was coming from a low quality external lifestyle. So if I could move to a high quality external lifestyle of having a fit body, then I would have a high quality internal lifestyle. Well, I knew that wasn't true because I'd met lots of athletes who were crazy and on drugs and that sort of thing, but I was still bought into it. Now, here's the amazing thing. Over the last uh, six years, I've been fascinated with exploring the principles behind clarity. And slowly, my physical, you know, the food I eat and the exercise I do and the take care I take of my physical body has transformed. So I've, you know, lost loads of weight. I'm like 35 kilos slimmer than I, uh, lighter than I was before. I love eating healthy, nourishing food. I still sometimes eat crap from time to time, but I'm never going back to the way it, it used to be. And the amazing thing is, as 
I've achieved a higher and higher quality internal lifestyle, my physique has changed. Yeah. And, and I would never have guessed that. I would never have guessed that. And what I want you to understand is that you already, see, here's the thing. You already have everything you need to have a high quality internal lifestyle. And the only thing that ever gets in the way is a misunderstanding of where your experience is coming from. Something I call the outside in illusion. And the outside in illusion is the mistaken belief that we're feeling something other than thought in the moment. And we all get tricked by this illusion. But the fact is that you've evolved to thrive. You've evolved with a source of the most beautiful feelings imaginable within you. Feelings of peace and comfort and success and well-being and confidence and uh, joie de vivre. <laughs> they're, all there with, they're all right there within you. You don't need to get anything from outside you into, in order to experience them. They're your birthright. And, and just like clouds sometimes go in front of the sun, contaminated thinking sometimes goes in front of, blocks our awareness of the source of beauty that's there within every person. But who you really are is that essence of wisdom and beauty and peace and intelligence. And here's the interesting thing, Morton. The first insight I had was that everything you've been looking for outside yourself, you're going to find within you. It's already there within you. But the second thing I realized was the fact that you can even see or hear or feel or smell or taste means that you have all the power of the universe inside of you. It means you have, every, you have innate well-being. There's nothing wrong with you. You're innately creative. You're innately powerful. You're innately joyful and beautiful and free. You already have that. You already are that. And this, again, I'm not telling you to believe this. I'm telling you that this truth is already there inside you. And, and I got to tell you, you know, I work a lot coaching people one-on-one -on -one and working with people in groups. And the thing that people really pick up on is my certainty about this. I know that it's true. I'm not trying to convince them or sell them on it or anything like that. It's just true. It's sort of like if you went back in time 200 years and we're telling people about germs, you know, 200 years ago, they didn't know about germs. Mm. You were telling them, yeah, there's these things called germs. <laughs> they would pick up on your certainty. Like it wouldn't just be a good idea. You'd be like, man, he's sure. He knows he's, he's sure certain. Mm. Well, people pick up on the certainty of what, what I'm pointing to is a fact. And you can, you can examine it for yourself. Like look at, Look at little kids. Look at kids who are one or two or three years old. They get really upset and then they return to a baseline of joy and peace and love and wonder and curiosity, security. They return to that. 
they return to that again and again and again and again. And it's only as we get older that we get conditioned into a misunderstanding, into the outside-in illusion, into the mistaken belief that we're feeling something other than thought in the moment. But the fact is we're all part of this intelligence, this incredible intelligence and wisdom that's showing up moment to moment in our experience, whether we realize it or not. And all I ask you to do is start to look in this direction. And this is what happens in the workshops. You know, we get a group of people in a room and there's something profound about having a whole group of people looking in this direction. Because at first, you know, with you group, there's me and a couple, you know, Morton and a couple of other people are kind of resonating with this kind of tuning fork thing. And then as people start going pop, 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 (laughs) so the feeling gets bigger. And so as the weekend goes on, it becomes easier and easier Uh Uh to be impacted by it. It's one of the things, you know, it's why this isn't just intellectual information. It's experiential. It's about getting it in the muscle. Mm. It's about getting impacted by it. You know, the the thing I said to Morton, you know, you're living in the feeling of your moment-to-moment thinking. As far as he was concerned, he'd he'd heard that. He'd he'd heard that. You know, he'd been saying that for 10 years. (laughs) Heard it at a deeper level. Something hit you about the truth of it. And it changed your life. Just like the insight I had changed my life like the life i have today is can be traced directly back to the insights i had in 1998 Mm. and 2008 Mm. 2009 and and so on those insights which is another way of saying fresh new thought that arose that arises from within you from that wellspring of intelligence, of life, of wisdom that's right there inside of you. That is all you need to transform your life. That's all you need to create a high-quality internal lifestyle. And as you start to transition into a high-quality internal lifestyle, you'll find that it gets easier and easier and easier to create what ever external lifestyle makes sense to you. I got to tell you though, the external lifestyle that makes sense to you <laughs> once you've got a high quality internal lifestyle may look completely different to you. So I'll tell you something funny, Morton. I don't know if you knew this. So in the, in the years leading up to my ill-fated ski trip, I'd been doing everything I could to get my business running on passive income. So I could have the time freedom and I didn't have to work. So by the time I got out to Whistler, the reason I could take three months off is all our income was coming from product sales and that sort of thing. And I would, you know, check my email once a week, that sort of thing. Mm. Well, once I had these insights, I was like, oh, shit, I want to work. Yeah, yeah, yes. So true. I've now set up my business. I don't have direct contact with anyone. So I, I then, I then was like, oh, no, no, it's so funny. But so lifestyle today, which has me doing workshops and has me doing one-to-one work with people and has me traveling around the world and teaching people and doing webinars and, and really, cause I love being in this conversation with people. 
which is very different to where I was, you know, seven, eight years ago. I love being in this conversation with people. I love doing this work with people. Now, I, if you'd have asked me seven, eight years ago, would you like a lifestyle where you're doing loads of teaching and traveling around and talking to lots of different audiences and going on TV and doing big public speaking talks and going and selling and going and doing consulting and, you know, talking to large businesses and, and I would be like, oh, God, no, I want to run away. Yeah. I want to get free from all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And now... That all that stuff makes sense to me. It looks beautiful and inspiring to me because what's inspiring to me today is psychological freedom for everyone. The reason why I do this stuff is this understanding is to psychology what the discovery of germs was to medicine. And I have a vision of a future where all the children are being into, born into a world where all the adults, that's you and me and everyone in this call, yeah. already understand this. Yeah. I want to live in that world. I want to experience that world because that's a world with the kind of people I like to hang around with. Yeah, and it's so happening. I'm, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that in a, in a, that's my take on creating a high-quality internal and external lifestyle around what matters to you yeah well thank you jamie thank you so much and uh to round this up i just want to tell the listener that if this is if you're resonating with this uh yeah contact me you know how to contact me and if you want to like participate in 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 the workshop that we're doing in oslo in norway with jamie then um, yeah let me know definitely I hope you're inspired to kind of like um, kind of shift focus to see explore your internal lifestyle and you know kind of like go from inside out and go in that direction rather than continue to I'll just say that yeah (laughs) <laughs> can I can I add something? More? Yeah, please do. I I don't have much words for this. I just love the feeling that we had uh, during yeah. this podcast. And uh, there's yeah, go ahead. Well, what I can say is the the biggest leverage point I've found, like the biggest bang for your buck I've found mm-hmm. in improving your internal lifestyle and improving your expert external lifestyle is getting a better understanding of the principles behind clarity. Because as you continue deepening your understanding of how these principles work and how they're already playing out in your life, you're going to have less on your mind, be more present, more connected, get the ability to deliver higher performances when it counts, Get create the results you want to create. Uh, wherever that may be, whether it's on the playing field or uh, traveling around the world or in the boardroom or in the bedroom or just sitting on your sofa, that I can say very, very clearly that getting a deeper understanding of these principles has done more for me than anything else I can say. And I see the same thing with my clients. It's oh, a yeah, game changer. Same thing for me. It's been, that. that's like, like I said, I could trace my lifestyle today back to those insights. And it's just like you 
to round it off and go like full circle, it's just like you talked about uh, your insights when uh, that you had. It's it's simply just going from <laughs> it's just one second not knowing, then the other second suddenly apparently knowing it. And then yeah. And that's the nature of an insight. See, the an insight isn't something you figure out. An insight is something that comes to you. Mm. You know, I'll often ask people, when do you get your best ideas? And it's never when they're thinking about it. Yeah. It's always something that comes to you. So the insights that are going to change your life, they're going to come to you. And all you need to do to make that happen is stay in this conversation, keep looking in this direction, whether it's through listening to the podcasts or coming to workshops or, uh, you know, watching videos or having coaching with Morton or me or another clarity coach. If you look in this direction and stay in the conversation, you will wake up to the truth that's there within you. And I, and you know, I wasn't very happy about it. And then, in, in the late 90s, I went on a personal development workshop. And the, here's the interesting thing, Martin. At that time, I, I had friends of mine who were like starting their own businesses or becoming contractors so that they could have, you know, the money and time to do what they wanted to do, uh, being self-employed, that sort of thing. And I was kind of like, well, I could see why it was possible for them. But somehow it just didn't seem possible for me. You know, just like, I don't know, some people are good at singing or some people are good at sports or, you know, some people are tall or some people are strong or whatever. Uh, I was just one of those people. I was lucky in some ways, but when it came for to being able to do what you want to do and be independent and entrepreneurial and that sort of thing, I just didn't have that gene. I thought I just thought that's the way it was. And I'd never really thought about, you know, the, the idea of maybe it's beliefs or anything like that. I wasn't into personal development at all or anything like that. I just thought that's the way it was and that's the way I was. And I was stuck with things being the way I, they were. And uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know how that, how that, Look at that now. Like, that, was, that was like uh, kind of 1990, uh, 1998. So that's like, what, 17 years ago, something like that. So any. Anyway, I went on this training course and I'm on this training course and the guy doing the training course just came out to the front of the room. There's probably like a hundred people in the room and he just started telling stories and talking and he seemed so comfortable and relaxed. It was really amazing. I was quite impressed because every time I'd like I'd done some presentation skills training and that sort of thing yeah. over the years. I was a terrible public speaker, very, very frightened of it. Uh, but I'd been told, you know, you had to write out your whole presentation and and practice it three times and that sort of thing. And this guy, I'd have slides and everything like that. And this guy was just like chilled out, very, very comfortable in his own skin and seemed like he didn't have a care in the world and seemed like he's totally engaged the audience. Everyone was completely wrapped with attention and I thought to myself wow I'd like to be able to do that and sometime over that weekend I really enjoyed it I had just an amazing experience and sometime over that weekend I had an insight and the insight was you can do whatever you want to do if you're willing to take responsibility for your own life and and I 
it wasn't like we were doing an exercise and I had the insight. It's just like one minute I didn't know that. And the next minute I did know it. Mm-hmm. And that was really amazing to me. And so that was kind of, for me, that insight, Morton, was a first step. I didn't know it at the time. But it was my first step towards having the kind of life and having the kind of lifestyle that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I want to jump forward because I basically went through the process of uh, – changing my employment situation so I had more time, you know, more more freedom and more income, basically by moving from being an employee to being uh, a contractor, which meant I didn't have the quote-unquote job security, mm. but I did have more flexibility and freedom because I knew I wanted to retrain as a trainer. Mm. So I started retraining. I still worked, you know, I still had a day job, mm. but I started retraining as a trainer. And I started one company with a friend and we did some stuff and I started another business, which was an NLP training business called Salad. Mm. And built that into one of the world's largest NLP product businesses. And here's where it gets really interesting. I, my idea for that, so it was, it was my next version of attempting to create a lifestyle around uh, what mattered to me, which was teaching people kind of tools of freedom is my way of thinking of it at the time. Mm. I guess it was in like 2005, maybe 2006, and I, I'd been kind of stalking this mentor to try and persuade them to work with me. And they finally agreed. I've, I've always just had an instinct to, you know, surround yourself with great mentors, make sure you spend time with people who are uh, living the life you want to live or creating the things you want to create or getting the kind of results you want to uh, get or, or who have the kind of uh, quality of being that you want to have. And so this person had a bunch of that. And so I met, finally managed to convince them to mentor me. And uh, it was our very first call. And they said to me, they, said, they asked me a question. They said, what's the number one goal you could achieve or problem you could solve or change you could make that you perceive would have the biggest positive impact in your life? Mm. And, and it was, it was kind of shocking to me because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> and I thought I should know the answer because I, otherwise, what am I putting all my energy into? <laughs> and so I was like, I was really kind of stumped and I felt, felt a bit sheepish. And then suddenly it came to me. I thought, you know what? I, I want to earn passive income from my products I'm creating so I can, uh, have the freedom to stop doing some of the corporate consulting I was doing and really focus on growing uh, my product business and my training business. So now here's the interesting thing, Martin. I, when she asked me, how long do you think that'll take you? I guessed 18 months to three years. Uh-huh. But the interesting thing is, you know how long it took? Was, how long was that? is like six weeks, <laughs> which blew my mind. And that's not to say that everything can take six weeks, but often we, we, uh, 
we make, see, the thing is that 18 months to three years, I'd had that goal for several years and it had always seemed to me like it would take 18 months. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like sort of, it was moving ahead. Like, you know, when you look at the horizon, if you're hiking or you're driving, the horizon always stays that far ahead. Well, this, this was like the horizon. As I got closer, it seemed to keep moving away. And so so here's the here's where it gets really interesting. I in 2007 I read the book The 4-Hour Workweek mm. by Tim Ferriss. And the whole premise of that is kind of what we're talking about tonight in a way, which is, you know, quit your job, uh uh get a dream lifestyle and join the new rich kind of thing. And the, it's the idea of uh, you know, minimizing your costs, maximizing your passive income, tra- taking mini retirements around the world and doing stuff that inspires you. Mm. Well, so I thought that's what's missing. I need to get my business running on autopilot and uh, so I can go and take mini retirements. I can go and have adventures. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be fulfilled. Then I'll feel successful because this is the strange thing, Morton, all this stuff I'd been doing, all this stuff I'd been accomplishing, all these changes I'd been making. And I still often had this background feeling of something was missing, Mm. wasn't quite enough. There was something that wasn't there. And so my, my, my theory had been, I've got my current external lifestyle which was, you know, working in England and uh, doing training courses, which I really enjoyed doing and creating products and that sort of thing. But something was wrong with it because my current internal lifestyle wasn't good. I felt like something was missing, like I wasn't quite on purpose, all that sort of stuff. So my theory was if I can create the desired external lifestyle, which is travel, time freedom, independent sources of income, going and having adventures, then I'll have the desired internal lifestyle. I'll feel fulfilled. I'll feel successful. I'll feel connected. I'll feel on purpose. I'll feel happy. So that was my theory. I read Ferris's book and that was my theory. Create the desired external lifestyle to get the desired internal lifestyle. So I did it. I got my business running on autopilot and I took my first mini retirement to Whistler, which is this amazing ski resort in Canada. And uh, I was there for a three-month ski holiday, and I thought it was going to be amazing. I'd be By the end of it, I'd be an awesome skier, and I'd had a, tons of adventures, and I'd be living the dream. But halfway through it, I was miserable again, and I was off track, and I was not happy, and I was distracted and uncomfortable. And I actually called it off and came home because I thought I was like, that's not it either. Well, it turns out that my model was fundamentally broken. See, the myth that your internal lifestyle comes from your external lifestyle is a myth. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the model of create the desired external lifestyle so that you can have the desired internal lifestyle, it doesn't work. It's not that you can't create the desired external lifestyle. There's a good chance, you know, if you're focused enough, if you're motivated enough, if you're willing to put in the effort, you probably can create the desired external lifestyle. But the problem is, if you believe that your current internal lifestyle 
is a function of your external lifestyle, then you're going to take your current internal lifestyle with you. And the reality is that what seems to work much, much better is that you, you put your focus on getting your desired internal lifestyle and then it becomes, A, far easier to create your desired external lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. However, once you've got your desired internal lifestyle, your desired external lifestyle may not look the same as you think. <laughs> so, so true. Kind of, kind of uh, the, 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 uh, the, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, the little mole. Uh, little, because yeah. what I mean by your internal, internal lifestyle, it's your, your psychological, it's your mental and emotional lifestyle. It's how you feel. It's your attitude. It's your mindset. It's your perspective. And that's where the principles behind clarity come in. And see, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying forget about your external lifestyle and just have a good internal lifestyle and then you can enjoy your life whether you're living in a squat or you're living in a palace or you're living on a rubbish heap or, <laughs> or, you're, doing, you know, or you're in jail or you're working on an assembly line or whatever it might be. What I'm saying is if you get your... Your internal lifestyle, your, your mental and emotional lifestyle in alignment with how life works and how your mind works and who you really are. If you start having a high quality mental and emotional lifestyle, it becomes far easier to create a high quality external lifestyle. So, that, so to, 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 to summarize and simplify the theory most have, the myth is high quality external lifestyle equals high quality internal lifestyle. But if that was true, celebrities and uh, multimillionaire playboys and uh, high flying business people would all have brilliant internal lifestyles. They would all have very high quality internal lifestyles. They'd be happy with strong relationships and good marriages and they wouldn't have <laughs> drug problems and they'd have happy children and they wouldn't commit suicide. But we all know that's not the case. That's a myth. It's yeah. just not true. But it's a very compelling myth. Because even as you're listening to me right now, I'll bet if I ask you, yeah, do you believe that if you just had the desired external lifestyle, then you would have a high quality internal lifestyle? I bet it seems like you would. Mm. And here's the thing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a high-quality external lifestyle. I like it. I like it a lot. I love traveling. I love going on adventures. I love uh, doing work that I love and that sort of thing. So I'm all in favor of having a high-quality external lifestyle. But I promise you, it's nothing without a high-quality internal lifestyle. And so I said I'd summarize and simplify. The theory, the myth, is high-quality external lifestyle leads to high-quality internal lifestyle, but that's not true. The reality is high-quality internal lifestyle allows you to create whatever external life, uh, lifestyle matters to you, whatever uh, a lifestyle around the things that matter to you most. Hmm. Yeah. It's incredible how that like 
seems to work and 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 like i i remember i remember you you know telling me this and and and, and like again when you talk about it i keep having insights into it from different angles and realizing it again and again yeah but like it, it you know I couldn't even imagine where I would be now only two years ago when you had that first workshop, mm. like physically where I would be like in terms of the external lifestyle. Um, I was just thinking about like this, this myth that you're, that you're talking about and it's kind of like this little misunderstanding. Uh, it seems to be, so persuasive you know like even though like even though like for pe for people listening like if they resonate with what you're saying and and they go like hey yeah that makes sense and at the same time um just like you said if if you would ask me or anyone right now like it still looks very very real you know what I mean? Like, ah. can can you like, you know, just explore and elaborate a little bit, a bit about like, because to be the devil's advocate, are like, are you saying that um, the external uh, lifestyle and like doesn't have an like doesn't affect you? Uh, and like, but at the same time, you kind of like have this lifestyle and you, you like it. And me personally, I love traveling around meeting people and, you know, all the things I do, obviously. So I'm just like kind of like pointing towards and I want to like have a little like little talk about this, this illusion that we constantly are both buying into, but also knowing in the <laughs> back of, you know what I mean? Like that it's yeah. kind of like not true, but also constantly seeing that it is true, but not true at the same time. <laughs> well, well, and here's the interesting thing about, about all of this, Morton, is that what, what we're pointing to here is how something works. So we're not, we're not saying here's how you should think or here's yeah. what you should do or here's how to do it or anything like that. It's so interesting. What we're pointing to is here's how life works and that illusion is part of it yeah part of it and so what i'm suggesting is that if you understand how it works it becomes much easier to navigate just like just like if you you know if you understand how your phone works it's much easier to use it yeah so, so it's like it's it's let, let me let me give you a couple of examples so for instance well, I'll ask you, have you ever been somewhere where you dreamed of being? Like you're in an amazing environment, uh, but you're having a bad day. Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet everyone who's listening has. And have you ever gone somewhere that you expected would be awful and it turned out to be great? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like we've all had time. And, and have, you ever, have you ever had someone who you're really – mad at one minute and you love them the next minute like mm. you really feel a sense of love and connection to them the next minute yeah and and have you ever had an experience of someone who you're just like totally loving and connected to one minute and the next minute you want to kill them <laughs> of course yeah 
We've all had that. Now, here's the interesting thing. In every one of those situations, I bet it seemed to you like the other person or the circumstance or whatever had something to do with how you felt. But if they had something to do with that, how did it change so radically? Like I bet when you just really felt loving and connected to them, it seemed like they had something to do with that. But that was all coming from you. And here's a simple example of it. When, when a little kid has a teddy bear that makes them feel good or, or a blanket or whatever, or a rabbit, you know, something that makes them feel, feel you know, a transitional object that gives them a feeling of peace and comfort, it really seems to that kid like the feelings are coming from the bear or the rabbit or the blanket or whatever. But that's a trick of the mind. It's all coming from within the child. It's all coming from the principle of thought giving them a feeling in the moment. So their feelings, their feelings of peace and comfort and connection and well-being are letting them know that they're in a peaceful comforting, connected, well-being flow of thought. Now, it's not like the thoughts singular going through their head. It's that when, they're fe- when they are holding on to their teddy bear or whatever, they fall out of their you know, insecurities about it's dark or it's bedtime or whatever, and they fall into a more profound flow of thought. I mean, I'm using metaphors, uh, but it's, so, so it seems to the kid as though those beautiful feelings are coming from the teddy bear, but actually is coming from within the child's, deep within the child's psyche. That's where their feelings are coming from. And then they attribute it to the teddy bear. And then when they grow older, they attribute those feelings to a, a new bike, or to their teacher giving them uh, some praise, or to winning a prize. Or if they get, you know, it's like if you take the bear away from the child and they get upset, they attribute those feelings to the lack of a bear. But those feelings are coming from within the child themselves as well. Well, this illusion has been with us since the beginning of our lives. See, we're we're so much more than we think we are because you are the source of every beautiful feeling you've ever felt in your life. It came from within you. It came from the source of life that's within you. It came from within you. And then you gave the credit to a teddy bear or a new bike or a parent or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or some money or a job. But all the time, those beautiful feelings they were coming from deep within your psycho-spiritual properties. Same with all the unpleasant ones as well. They were coming from within you. That's how powerful you are. But it's the most natural thing in the world to get temporarily fooled into believing they're coming from out there. And at the level of principle, you have the power to be happy regardless of external factors and you have the power to be unhappy regardless of external factors. You have the power to be miserable 
in the most beautiful circumstances in the world and you have the power to be joyful in the most beautiful circumstances in the world and in the most dismal circumstances in the world. It's all coming from within you. Now, sometimes when people hear this, they say, well, what's the point of doing anything? Well, that's the beauty of this model. When you start to understand where your feelings are coming from, what you realize is that there's a deeper logic and wisdom to life. The life is so much bigger than each one of us that we're all part of it. We're not separate from it. We're all connected to it. And so you find that there's a pattern, there's a direction, that there's an unfolding. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'll bet you can give examples, Martin. If you'd have told me that, well, here's the funny thing. If the me of today yeah. could go back in time and meet the hard-drinking, smoking <laughs> Jamie Smart of uh, 1995, who uh, was... Uh, Twice the size when I met you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 1995, so this is like 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, a, a chronic alcoholic. Mm. I smoked 20 to 40 cigarettes a day. Wow. I, I knew I was right about pretty much everything. Mm. I knew I was total know-it-all. You may think I'm a bit of a know-it-all now, but believe me, I was a total know-it-all then. <laughs> uh, and if, if, I, if the me of back then had met the me of today, he would have said, get away from me, hippie. It was, it was like I would have had no time for any of this. And if you'd have told me back then that 20 years from today I would be teaching spiritual principles to help people live the lives of their dreams and have beautiful relationships and create the, uh, the businesses they wanted to create and create the lifestyles they wanted to create and create the relationships they wanted to create and create the internal experiences they wanted to create, mm. I would have said, who are you? Mm. It would have like, I now... Yeah. I didn't figure out that this is what I wanted to do. This was there within me. I've been led to this by waking up to how life works slowly, slowly waking up to the truth of life. And I bet the same is true for you, Martin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, I, I'm, that's so spot on. I really resonate that. I, I, I used to you know, tease my mom and my three older sisters for using the word energy all the time. So I was just yeah. like, oh, you like uh, blah, blah, whatever. And I got like sometimes angry at all of their talking about all that hippie shit, you know what I mean? And then I went the complete opposite direction. And then that's, you know, might be uh, why, not why, but that might be related to why I had such a, big Hollywood insight at the workshop because I kind of like, it was such a huge contrast. It mm. was such a huge contrast of con going from forcing and trying and, you know, always worrying about being good enough or cool enough or what not this and that and all these insecure thoughts that I was managing all the time until hearing you it was a split second and you remember that probably as vividly as me and me and Knut just to yeah. uh, it was it was a sentence you know and 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 
to me it was when I when I actually because you were saying you're feeling or thinking, right? And and mm-hmm. which uh, I've heard you, you kind of credit to to your friend Keith Blevins, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, just to get that <laughs> right, um, and then um, and then I was right, thinking. I was back then. I was thinking, yeah, of course I am. I've been saying that for ten years. I'm Mister Know It All here over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> until until I kind of like hard to explain but i kind of like saw that what when you said thought and i want you to elaborate on thought after i finish this little thing when i um when i understood kind of what you or my version of what you meant when you said thought that it wasn't what i was thinking about i was more like i was being thunk and it was the full kind of entire experience yeah then it just blew my mind and it was a huge you know extreme contrast from going from constantly uh, managing and having my thoughts run in a billion miles an hour to just it felt like it just completely stopped and I was just like boom where did I go the last you know X amount of years (laughs) And then kind of like finding back to that, that was just incredible. When this is the beautiful thing, Martin, see, there's nothing that I could do to make you experience that. What you experience, what you experienced was a fact of life Mm. that's already alive within you. And it's already alive within every single human being. So to, to you listening to this podcast, the fact of life that I'm pointing to and that I point to in our workshops and that I'm pointing to in this podcast, deep within your psyche, you already know this. Now, you don't know it intellectually necessarily, but somewhere in you is a truth that knows this. And so my job when we do a workshop or create an event or anything like that is to create a space, you know, using stories and uh, examples and whatever we use, to create a space where that truth, that knowledge that's already there within you wakes up more fully into your experience, like it did for Morton and Newton, mm-hmm. many other people on that workshop. Mm-hmm. See, it's more like I'm pointing to something and the feeling I'm in is kind of like, you know how if you're, if you've ever been in a music shop and you have a tuning fork and you get the tuning fork ringing mm-hmm. and then the other tuning forks start resonating with it. Yeah. Well, that's what seems to happen on the workshop. So I'm kind of telling stories and giving examples and answering questions and coaching people and that sort of thing. And I'm resonating like a tuning fork. And one by one, people kind of go pop. They start resonating. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's what's happening. And everyone looks at them and is like, what's with that? But but it's not something I'm doing to people. It's something that is already there within you. And I'm just creating a space where it can wake up in you. So you don't have to figure this out or change your beliefs or anything like that because we've got reality on our side. So you can relax. It's already handled. And so you, you wanted me to talk about thought Well, here's the thing. Like if you think of like whatever you've had to eat in the last day or two, 
You ate whatever, you know, maybe you cooked something or made a sandwich or whatever it might be. And you ate it and you enjoyed it. And then you basically handed it over to the wisdom and intelligence of your body to digest that food, to extract the nutrients from it, to pass those nutrients into your bloodstream and distribute them to all the places in your body where you need them. Uh You probably didn't have to think about it at all. Your body is so brilliant that it already has that handled. It knows how to digest an apple. It knows how to digest, you know, whatever food you eat. Your body knows how to do all kinds of amazing things with it. And you don't have to think about it at all. It's already handled. Well, what I'm going to suggest is that that same brilliance that's there in your body is also resident deep within your mind. You know, you call it mind or soul or spirit or psyche, however you want to think about it. It's already there within you. It's, it's, it's the essence of who you are. And the principle of thought, what I'm referring to as the principle of thought, is our ability to create a multi-sensory representation of life and experience it as real. So you can see what I'm talking about by looking around right now. Just look around wherever you are. You can research the neurology on this. We don't experience reality directly. Everything you can see is a representation being generated by, from within you by what I'm calling the principle of thought. Now, if you close your eyes, you can probably still see in your mind's eye what you were just looking at. Well, that's being created by the principle of thought as well. And I use the visual metaphor, but it's actually true in all of your senses. So these principles were discovered or uncovered or articulated by a guy called Sidney Banks way back in the early 1970s. And this is psychology's best kept secret. And this is what I was learning about back in when I got back from that aborted ski trip. And I went back to the drawing board and started learning. I came across these principles. I hired a coach. Like I said, I've always found good mentors. Hired a coach to work with me. And I had several profound insights. And the first insight I had, which I had while I was asleep, believe it or not, I was asleep and dreaming. And I suddenly realized that what came to me was everything you've been looking for outside of you is already there within you. Uh Now, I'm not saying that the ski trips and the, the cars and the relationships and the money and the jobs were already there inside of me. But all the feelings, what I saw was all the feelings you've been looking outside of yourself, outside of yourself in your circumstances or outside of yourself in your work or outside of yourself in partners or outside of yourself in the future, all of those things were are already there within you. All those feelings, those feelings of peace, those feelings of well-being and fulfillment, those feelings of excitement and adventure, those feelings of love and connection, of security and comfort in your own skin. Well, in a way, the essence 
of comfort in your own skin, the essence of security, the essence of being non-reactive is to know that you don't need anything from outside of you in order to be okay. And to know that you don't need to fear anything from outside of you either. Now that's not to say that you shouldn't wear your seatbelt if you're in a car or if someone is running towards you with a knife, you shouldn't run away. I think it's a really good point to take care of your physical body. That's really useful. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing. For many, many years, like from the late 90s, I was constantly trying to lose weight and get fit and diet and go to the gym because I was really, I was a very big guy. I weighed about kind of 35 kilos more than I do now. I was very overweight. And I constantly tried things because I was convinced if I could get just get fit, then I would be happy and I would feel good about myself. But it never worked. I could lose the weight or I could get fit temporarily, but it would always pile back on. I'd always start eating the wrong food and give up on the gym and that sort of thing. And the amazing thing is, see, I was using that same old model of if I can, that my current, that, that my low quality internal lifestyle was coming from a low quality external lifestyle. So if I could move to a high quality external lifestyle of having a fit body, then I would have a high quality internal lifestyle. Well, I knew that wasn't true because I'd met lots of athletes who were crazy and on drugs and that sort of thing, but I was still bought into it. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the amazing thing. Over the last uh, six years, I've been fascinated with exploring the principles behind clarity. And slowly, my physical, you know, the food I eat and the exercise I do and the take care I take of my physical body has transformed. So I've, you know, lost loads of weight. I'm like 35 kilos slimmer than I, uh, lighter than I was before. I love eating healthy, nourishing food. I still sometimes eat crap from time to time. But I'm never going back to the way it, it used to be. And the amazing thing is, as I've achieved a higher and higher quality internal lifestyle, my physique has changed. Yeah. And, and I would never have guessed that. I would never have guessed that. And what I want you to understand is that you already, see, here's the thing. You already have everything you need to have a high-quality internal lifestyle. And the only thing that ever gets in the way is a misunderstanding of where your experience is coming from, something I call the outside-in illusion. And the outside-in illusion is the mistaken belief that we're feeling something other than thought in the moment. And we all get tricked by this illusion. But the fact is that you've evolved to thrive. You've evolved with a source of the most beautiful feelings imaginable within you, feelings of peace and comfort and success and well-being and confidence and uh, Joie de vivre. <laughs> they're, all there with, they're all right there within you. You don't need to get anything from outside you in, to, in order to experience them. 
they're your birthright. And, and just like clouds sometimes go in front of the sun, contaminated thinking sometimes goes in front of, blocks our awareness of the source of beauty that's there within every person. But who you really are is that essence of wisdom and beauty and peace and intelligence. Now, here's the interesting thing, Morton. The first insight I had was that everything you've been looking for outside yourself, you're going to find within you. It's already there within you. But the second thing I realized was the fact that you can even see or hear or feel or smell or taste means that you have all the power of the universe inside of you. It means you have, every, you have innate well-being. There's nothing wrong with you. You're innately creative. You're innately powerful. You're innately joyful and beautiful and free. You already have that. You already are that. And this, again, I'm not telling you to believe this. I'm telling you that this truth is already there inside you. And, and I got to tell you, you know, I work a lot coaching people one-on-one -on -one or working with people in groups. And the thing that people really pick up on is my certainty about this. I know that it's true. I'm not trying to convince them or sell them on it or anything like that. It's just true. It's sort of like if you went back in time 200 years and were telling people about germs. You know, 200 years ago, they didn't know about germs. Mm. You were telling them, yeah, there's these things called germs. <laughs> they would pick up on your certainty. Like it wouldn't just be a good idea. You'd be like, man, he's sure. He knows, he's, he's sure certain. Mm. Well, people pick up on the certainty of what, what I'm pointing to is a fact. And you can, you can examine it for yourself. Like, look at, look at little kids. Look at kids who are one or two or three years old. They get really upset, and then they return to a baseline of joy and peace and love and wonder and curiosity, security. They return to that. They return to that again and again and again and again. And it's only as we get older that we get conditioned into a misunderstanding, into the outside in illusion, into the mistaken belief that we're feeling something other than thought in the moment. But the fact is we're all part of this intelligence, this incredible intelligence and wisdom that's showing up moment to moment in our experience, whether we realize it or not. And all I ask you to do is start to look in this direction. And this is what happens in the workshops. You know, we get a group of people in a room and there's something profound about having a whole group of people looking in this direction. Because at first, you know, with yeah. you group, there's me and a couple, you know, Morton and a couple of other people are kind of resonating with this kind of tuning fork thing. And then as people start going pop, 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 yeah. pop, <laughs> People. So the feeling gets bigger. And yeah. so it, as the weekend goes on, it becomes easier and easier uh -huh. Uh -huh. for you to get impacted by it. It's one of the things, you know, it's why this isn't just intellectual information. It's experiential. It's about getting it in the muscle. Mm. It's about 
getting impacted by it. You know, the, the thing I said to Morton, you know, you're living in the feeling of your moment-to-moment thinking. As far as he was concerned, he'd, he'd heard that. He'd, he'd yeah. heard that. You know, he'd been saying that for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. heard it at a deep level. Something yeah. hit you about the truth of it. And it changed your life. Just like the insight I had mm. changed my life. Like the life I have today is can be traced directly back to the insights I had in 1998 mm. and 2008, mm. 2009, and, and so on. Those insights, which is another way of saying fresh new thought that arose, that arises from within you, from that wellspring of intelligence, of life, of wisdom that's right there inside of you. That is all you need to transform your life. That's all you need to create a high-quality internal lifestyle. And as you start to transition into a high-quality internal lifestyle, you'll find that it gets easier and easier and easier to create whatever external lifestyle makes sense to you. I got to tell you, though, the external lifestyle that makes sense to you once you've got a high-quality internal lifestyle may look completely different to you. So I'll tell you something funny, Morton. I don't know if you knew this. So in the, in the years leading up to my ill-fated ski trip, I'd been doing everything I could to get my business running on passive income so I could have the time freedom and I didn't have to work. So by the time I got out to Whistler, the reason I could take three months off is all our income was coming from product sales and that sort of thing. And I would, you know, check my email once a week, that sort of thing. Mm. Well, once I had these insights, I was like, oh, shit, I want to work. Yeah, yeah, yes. So true. I've now set up my business I don't have direct contact with anyone. So I, I then, I then it's like, oh, no, no. it's so funny. But so lifestyle today, which has me doing workshops and has me doing one-to-one work with people and has me traveling around the world and teaching people and doing webinars and, and really, because I love being in this conversation with people, which is very different to where I was, you know, seven, eight years ago. I love being in this conversation with people. I love doing this work with people. Now, I, if you'd have asked me seven, eight years ago, would you like a lifestyle where you're doing loads of teaching and traveling around and talking to lots of different audiences and going on TV and doing big public speaking talks and going and selling and going and doing consulting and, you know, talking to large businesses and, and t- I would be like, oh, God, no, I want to run away. Yeah. I want to get free from all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And now... That all that stuff makes sense to me. It looks beautiful and inspiring to me because what's inspiring to me today is psychological freedom for everyone. The reason why I do this stuff is this understanding is to psychology what the discovery of germs was to medicine. And I have a vision of a future where all the children are being into, born into a world where all the adults, that's you and me and everyone in this call, yeah. already understand this. Yeah. I want to live in that world. I want to experience that world because that's a world with the kind of people I like to hang around with. Yeah, and it's so happening. Fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that in, a, in a, 
that's my take on creating a high quality internal and external lifestyle around what matters to you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much. And uh, to round this up, I just want to tell the listener that if this is, if you're resonating with this, uh, yeah, contact me. You know how to contact me. And if you want to like participate in, 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 in the workshop that we're doing in Oslo, in Norway with Jamie, then, um, yeah, let me know. Definitely. I hope you're inspired to kind of like, um, kind of shift focus to see, explore your internal lifestyle and, you know, kind of like go from inside out and go in that direction rather than continue to, I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I add something? More? Yeah, please do. I I don't have much words for this. I just love the feeling that we had uh, during yeah. this podcast. And uh, there's yeah, go ahead. Well, what I can say is the the biggest leverage point I've found, like the biggest bang for your buck I've found mm. in improving your internal lifestyle and improving your expert external lifestyle is getting a better understanding of the principles behind clarity. Because as you continue deepening your understanding of how these principles work and how they're already playing out in your life, you're going to have less on your mind, be more present, more connected, get the ability to deliver higher performances when it counts, get create the results you want to create. Uh, wherever that may be, whether it's on the playing field or uh, traveling around the world or in the boardroom or in the bedroom or just sitting on your sofa, that I can say very, very clearly that getting a deeper understanding of these principles has done more for me than anything else I can say. And I see the same thing with my clients. It's oh, yeah. a game changer. Same thing for me. It's been that that's like, like I said, I could trace my lifestyle today back to those insights. And it's just like you to round it off and go like full circle. It's just like you talked about uh, your insights when uh, that you had. It's, it's simply just going from <laughs> it's just one second not knowing then the other second suddenly apparently knowing it. And then yeah. And that's the nature of an insight. See, the, an insight isn't something you figure out. An insight is something that comes to you. Mm. You know, I'll often ask people, when do you get your best ideas? And it's never when they're thinking about it. Yeah. It's always something that comes to you. So the insights that are going to change your life, they're going to come to you. And all you need to do to make that happen is stay in this conversation, keep looking in this direction, whether it's through listening to the podcasts or coming to workshops or, uh, you know, watching videos or having coaching with Morton or me or another clarity coach. If you look in this direction and stay in the conversation, you will wake up to the truth that's there within you.
So on that note, I am happy to announce that we are doing a follow-up special webinar to this podcast where Jamie will give you a one-on-one laser coaching, giving you the key to creating a lifestyle of your dreams and more importantly, on your terms. So here's your chance. If you want to be one of the people getting live one-on-one coaching by Jamie during this upcoming webinar on August the 23rd, Simply send an email to contact at mortenhockey.com explaining what you want to get out of it. Make sure you include in the email your name, what you do on a daily basis, where you live, what lifestyle-related topic you want to get coaching on, and why you specifically should get coaching by Jamie Smart. This is a great opportunity for you. The insights I've had as a result of Jamie's teaching did in fact revolutionize both my internal and external life. No bullshit. The reason I'm raving so much about this is simply that I'm seeing and feeling the amazing results of this understanding on a daily basis. I am proof that Jamie's teachings are the real deal and it only gets better in time. Trust. So make sure you catch this opportunity of a lifetime. I highly recommend you to capitalize on this. That is, you send an email to contact at mortenhockey.com with your name, what you do, where you live, what kind of topic you want to get coaching on, and why you should be the one in the hot seat during the webinar. If you still need some clarification, I've made sure that everything is properly described on my website. That's it for now. Looking forward to connecting with you during the live webinar and see you in the next episode. This was the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on your Facebook. If not, then please don't. (laughs) 